I know it's too hot, but you know we can still be alive for God. Hallelujah. Amen. God is wonderful. God is in this place. You know, you are not here by coincidence. Amen? Amen. Don't just think, oh, you just woke up and said, oh, it's just another Sunday. Let me just bath. Let me just, you know, and just be there. But you say divine appointment. Hallelujah. You must rejoice no matter whether it's hot, whether it's cold. Get some water and drink some water. Amen? Amen. Maybe next time we should have some packets of water and we just give everyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome you once again. It's a Thanksgiving service today. Hallelujah. Amen. We praise the Lord. You know, God is so wonderful. Now we are just in the month of August again. The eighth month of the year. Hallelujah. Amen. They say it's a month of new beginnings. Hallelujah. Amen. God is creating wonderful things for us for this second half of the year. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then welcome you once again. Are there, you know, is there anyone? who is here with us for the very first time. If it's your first time, please just show by raising your hand. I think we are all, nobody is new, they say. And most of our members are also on vacation, we can see that, amen? God is wonderful. Shall we go, shall we open our Bibles to the book of John? Heavenly Father, I thank you. I give you all the praise, I give you all the glory. You are a wonderful God. We thank you, Lord, here in your presence. Holy Ghost, we honor you. Have your way this morning. Father, capture our minds, our God. I pray that the word will minister to our hearts, that we will be attentive. I pray that you will catch our focus so that we will hear the word, heavenly Lord. We pray, Father, that everything will be set aside and that this moment we just reserve it for you to hear your word, speak a word of life into our lives, heavenly Lord. I pray for your word, oh God, that you touch our lives, a word in season, oh my God, for each and every one of us. Thank you, Father, for it's not a coincidence that we are here. Lord, I surrender myself, I submit to you. Use me, Lord, as a vessel unto honor. Use me, heavenly Father, to deliver your message this afternoon, this morning. Thank you, heavenly Father. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. The church shall say the louder. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. While we wait, we can open our Bibles to the book of John, chapter 3, verse 8. I'll prefer the NIV. <coughs> If you can give me the NIV version. <coughs> I'll wait for our technical team to. Okay, they are already there. John chapter 3, verse 8. If you are there with me, shout Amen. Amen. It says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going, so it is with everyone, born of the spirits. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. I titled, you can say, the title of my sermon, Let the Wind Blow, or When the Wind Blows. Hallelujah. Amen. We are talking about the wind today. Amen. Amen. <coughs> you know, <coughs> the Bible symbolizes the Holy Spirit in several ways. In one of the ways, the Holy Spirit is symbolized is the wind. So we have the fire, the water, the oil, the dove, and the wind. 
And here our Lord Jesus Christ was having the conversation with Nicodemus. And he says, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Amen. You know, the wind, <coughs> it's a good symbol of the Holy Spirit. And we see it many times. We're also in the Bible, the Word of God, the Holy Spirit is symbolized as the wind. And I'm going to share today about the wind of God. Let the wind blow in our lives. Hallelujah. Let the wind blow in every situation, in every circumstance. As a child of God, it's important for you to understand the operation of the of the Holy Spirit, the operations of the Holy Spirit, and the movements of the wind. It also explains how the Holy Spirit operates. Amen. Amen. In Greek, the wind, they say it's pneuma. The wind is referred as pneuma. In the Hebrew, it's ruach, ruach or ruka. And it refers to, you know, to breath or spirit. Amen. Amen. Or the wind. So the breath of God, the power of God, the spirit of God, the breath of God. You know, so it talks about the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 The wind is invisible and unpredictable. Even like when the Lord Jesus Christ was talking to Nicodemus when he came in the middle of the, of the night. And he says, you know, flesh gives birth to flesh and the spirit gives birth to the spirit. The things of the spirit are born by the spirit. Amen. 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 And as you see, if we, when you can see, can anybody touch the wind? Nobody can touch the wind. You can see the wind. You can, you can, we, we, we see its effects. We see that the wind is blowing when the, leaves are move, when the leaves are moving. We see that the wind is blowing. You know, we see its effects. When it comes, a very strong wind. In winter, we used to have so many storms during this winter. And you could see it even when you're driving on the highway. That is almost like the car. Your, your car is being pushed out of the lane because you see the effect of the wind, but you cannot touch it. The wind is invisible. It's unpredictable. The Holy Spirit is invisible. You cannot, you can, you cannot touch, you know, touch him physically, but you see the effects. You see the works of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. He is universal. He is not under man's control. You cannot control him. You cannot control the time the wind blows. You cannot control the intensity of the wind. You just see it happening. You just see it happening. No matter how much, the only thing you can do is to pray, say, okay, let God control what, what is happening to nature. But God is, you know, God is the creator of everything. Amen? And the earth, and the earth is controlled by four winds. Shall we go to Daniel chapter 7? Chapter, Daniel chapter 7, verse 2. I have some several scriptures, so I really need uh, the technical to, to help me. Daniel chapter 7, verse 2. Daniel said, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven, churning up the great sea. So they are the four winds of heaven. And if you understand the movement of the earth, you will know that the, the earth, there are four winds which control the movement of the earth. Amen. 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 And also Revelation 7, verse 1. Shall we go open for me? Revelation 7, verse 1. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land 
or on the sea or any tree. It talks about the four winds of heaven and that the, the, the angels, the angels control the movement of the winds. Hallelujah. That the angels are in control. God is in control. The wind blows out of God's treasuries. Amen. Psalm 135 verse 7. Psalm 135 verse 7. If we can go to it quickly. Uh, we need a lot of cleaning up today. You make clouds rise from the ends of the earth. You send lightning with the rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. He says, this version says from his storehouses. And the King James also talks about from his treasuries, that the winds are called out of God's treasuries. Amen. You also see it in Psalm 147, verse 18. I'm not going to read it. You can take notes in Jeremiah 10, verse 13. So the four winds are the northern and southern winds, the eastern and uh, the eastern and the west winds. And you always talk about it. You know, say, oh, some you hear about the other people say, oh, the wind that comes from the east is very strong. The wind that comes from the west, the wind that comes from the north, the wind that, you know, it symbolizes the operations of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And when we look at these four types of winds, what I want us to understand is that, you know, nothing happens by accident. God wants us, church, to understand that the wind is blowing. Hallelujah. Amen. We must understand that the wind is blowing. We must understand the seasons of God. We must understand, you know, the seasons of these winds. We must understand, you know, the move of the Holy Spirit. And the wind helps us, the movement of the wind. It tells us the operations of the Holy Spirit. And you know, the way God, you know, God would say to some, no, the wind is blowing, but many don't hear it. The wind is blowing, but the church is not seeing it. The wind is blowing, but the church is not hearing. And as the church, we need to be positioned. We need to understand the movement of the wind. We need to understand that the wind is blowing. You need to understand your circumstances, your situation. You need to be able to call upon God to let the wind of God blow in your life for whatever circumstance, for whatever situation. Sometimes you just need a gentle breeze. Sometimes you need a strong wind that shakes up things. So we need to understand, you know, the movement of the winds. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. The eastern wind, I'll talk about the eastern wind. The eastern wind is the most powerful wind. Hallelujah. It was the wind that opened the Red Sea. If we go to Exodus 14, verse 21, you will see that the eastern wind was the wind that opened the Red Sea. When the children of Israel needed to cross over the Red Sea, when they had left Egypt and Pharaoh was pursuing them, you will see that God commanded the eastern wind, and it is the eastern wind. Exodus chapter 14, verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. Verse 22. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea, upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left hand. So you see, the wind, the eastern wind, God sent the eastern wind to divide the sea. That it became a wall for them to the right and to the left, and the children of Israel could pass on. Also, Exodus 15 says that even when the when 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 no Pharaoh, you know that Pharaoh pursued and even tried to follow them in, but then God caused close the waters again, and he sent the wind, the eastern wind, to close the waters. Amen. It was used to create a way. The eastern wind is used to create a way where there is no way. Amen. 
Also when Elijah got tired and defeated in First Kings 19. You know when when he, when he was when when he got tired after you know when Jezebel was following up following after him and he said I'm the only prophet remain when he was afraid to die. God sent the eastern wind first to shake things to shake the mountain. It broke everything in the mountain. It you know it to make a way to create a way to pave a way for him. Amen. The disciples in the upper room, the disciples were waiting. They were afraid after Jesus Christ had died. And he said, you know, wait, wait for them when, when the power comes, when you will be. And when they were, they were, it was a moment when they needed a way. They didn't, they were just waiting. They didn't know what was going to happen. Now they are Lord, they've been taken away. And in fact, that the wind blew. When you read that in the Acts chapter 2, it says that the wind blew. And the wind came like, you know, the, a mighty wind. So the eastern wind is usually very strong. The tornadoes, usually, they, those, they, the east winds that shed that bread thing and those are is, is usually the eastern wind amen it's the east wind eastern wind which comes you know to make a way to create a way to pave a way amen, amen. it was the eastern wind as well that brought the plan of locusts upon the egyptians when you read also in exodus 10 verse 18 in exodus 10 verse 18 you see that it was the eastern wind that brought the locusts it was the eastern wind that brought that plague of locusts it was God sent the eastern wind to make a way for the children of Israel. Hallelujah. In Acts 27, we also see when Paul had a shipwreck, God sent the eastern wind as well. The shipwreck, it was strong, it was mighty. And Paul had not told them before. He had advised the people that he was going with, you know, the shipmaster to say, don't go to, 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 to let's just stay at Crete. And the men did, it, did not listen. And then they had a strong, and God sent the eastern wind. Hallelujah. So even the eastern wind comes also as judgment. When God sends judgment, you find also he brings the eastern wind. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 <laughs> then also, then second, the southern wind. The southern wind is gentle. It helps. Psalm, Psalm, 100, Psalm 78, verse 26. Shall we go to Psalm 78? Verse 26. It says, he caused an east wind to blow in the heaven, and by his power he brought in the south wind. So even, you know, or even when, when, when the plague of locusts came in, uh, uh, sorry, <coughs> for the, the south wind, sorry, I'm, I'm mixing it up. The west, so when the plague of locusts came in, the God sent the east wind. And then to take them away, it was the west wind. And then we also see here, Psalm 178, it also talks about the south wind. That first he sends the east wind, and then the south wind also comes by. The southern wind is gentle, it helps growth, it's a symbol, it's a symbol of healing. Amen? It brings provision where there is need. When the children of Israel complained, when they know after they crossed the Red Sea, and when God sent the quails, He sent the south wind. Amen. To bring provision to them. And so the south wind is usually also the prophetic way, when the prophetic way to give healing to the church, to give us, to show us what to do, to show us the way to go. God sends the southern wind. Amen. And the southern wind also blew upon Elijah. After the east wind had blown up, and then, you know, later on it came, the, there came the southern wind, the gentle breeze that was bringing healing, that was bringing hope. And sometimes we also need, we go through situations in our life where we need the southern wind of the spirit, where we need the south wind to calm situations, to a, a gentle breeze into our lives. That brings healing, that brings provision. Amen. Yeah. And then the northern wind, 
talks of revival. When God sends revival, usually it's the northern wind. Ezekiel 1 verse 4. Shall we go to Ezekiel 1 verse 4? Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 4. I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. So the north wind is usually sent for it's a north wind of revival. If you also open Hosea 6, Hosea chapter 6, verse 2 and 3, it talks about revival. It talks about God sending them the wind. And the wind of revival usually is the northern wind. Amen. It drives away, you know, the northern wind, it brings the rain. Amen? Amen. So, so revival, we talk about, you know, when the rain comes, when you talk of the rain of the Holy Spirit, it brings about revival. When you say, oh God, let it rain, open the heavens. We are crying for revival. We need a revival. Send forth your rain. And the northern wind, if you read, if you go through, you know, even like in the history, in the Israel, the way when the rain comes, it comes by through the northern wind. Even in some parts of Africa where they are still no, closer to, to Israel, then there is the northern wind which brings rain. Amen. So it drives away the most clouds, bringing rain upon the nations. Hallelujah. Like now we need rain, we need the northern wind. You know, they are claiming that drought rain, there will be no rain two weeks and and the farmers are, are stuck because they are really waiting for the rain. We need the, we need the northern wind to bring rain upon the land. Amen. Amen. So also spiritually, the northern wind signifies revival. Amen. Amen. Hosea chapter 6, verse 2 and 3. Hosea 6, verse 2 and 3. After two days he will revive us, on the third day he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. As usually as the sun rises, you will appear, you will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. Talking about the rains that bring revival. Amen. So it is the northern wind which signifies revival. Then we also have the west wind. The west wind is the wind of mercy, the wind of repentance. So Exodus 10, 19 talks about when God has sent the plague of locusts, that he sent the west wind to clear the locusts. You'll find that the east wind blew, and then the west wind came to clear away the locusts. It's a wind of mercy, a wind of repentance. Pharaoh had agreed, and then, you know, he changed one night, but let God send the wind, the west wind, to take away the locusts. And that's where one place where we see the west wind is mentioned in the Bible. Amen. And God sends the wind, so the west wind signifies repentance, signifies mercy. When we need to know, when, when we need the, the mercy, the, the mercy of God, God to have a mercy upon us, upon situations, whatever, God sends us the wind of, the wind, wind of mercy to, you know, to bring upon repentance. Amen. 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 So, so, so I've just given you, I've tried to explain to you generally what the four winds signifies, the north winds, the southern wind, the eastern wind, the west wind. And you'll find in our various situations as we go, as children of God, we need the wind of God to blow in our lives. In whatever, I was saying circumstance that we are going through, sometimes we need the wind of God which just shakes things. Which just shakes the situation, which shakes, you know, authorities. The wind of God which destroys even the, the works of the devil. The wind of God destroys the works of the devil. You know, the wind of God comes mightily. Even when Ezekiel was 
told to prophesy in chapter number 37. You know, it says they, they, they in the valley of dry bones that the bones went dry. But God says, Son of man, prophesy upon this bone. Prophesy to the wind. If you read the Ezekiel chapter number 37, I think around verse 9, 10 going, then it says that he prophesied to the wind to bring life and then the bones started to have life coming one upon, upon each other. And we need, there are some situations in life which we go through and we need to understand the Holy Spirit. We need to understand the operations of the Holy Spirit. We need to call upon the Holy Spirit. We need to call upon God to say, let your wind blow upon my life. Let your wind blow upon my situation. There are circumstances sometimes which have not changed. You have been in a circumstance for so many years, five, ten years, and you just need the east wind to blow. In such circumstances where things have been difficult, where you have been going through tough situations, you need the eastern wind of God, the mighty wind, the most powerful wind, which destroys, which shakes everything. They say in the mountain that Elijah was, that it broke everything, it shattered everything, it crushed everything, as if the mountain was not there. And there are some situations which you go through, which you need God to intervene, which you need the wind of God to blow upon your life, so that even when that problem is gone, people will not, will not even know, will not even have the trust that you went through such a problem when the eastern wind of God blows upon it. And somebody needs to call upon God. I believe somebody needs to call upon God this morning to say, let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Beloved, you've been in that situation for so many years. You know your situation. You know your life. And you have just been maybe sitting or maybe you've cried to God so many times. But today, but today, let the wind of God blow. Let the wind blow. Let the Holy Spirit move upon your life. Let, that, let the wind of God blow upon that situation. I need you to call upon God. Let him send the eastern wind. You know the, the bones, you can imagine bones of dead people. You can imagine bones coming together. Sing upon sin, forming flesh because of the wind of God. When what you see, what about you? You have the Holy Spirit. He has been given. He has been given to us. When the Holy Spirit came, the disciples, they turned the whole city upside down. They changed the whole world. You know, they were, they were in a crisis. You can imagine for them. Jesus Christ was just died. They even didn't know. Yes, you are saying, you know, I will give you power. I will come. They didn't know what to do. And they just needed something. You just needed God to make a way. And God sent the east wind. And the east wind it shook the whole city. Even when Peter preached after he had been empowered, 3,000 God saved. Hallelujah. Amen. And what about your situation? What do you think will stop God? What do you think will stop the wind of God to blow upon your life? What do you think will stop the wind of God? God wants us at church to understand the move of the Holy Spirit. You see that vision? It says bringing the power of God, power of Christ to everyday life. The power talks about the Holy Spirit. You cannot talk about the power of God without the Holy Spirit. And what is God doing in your own personal life that you can show God that you have the power of Christ operating in your life? And that's why as the church, we need to shift. You know that wind sometimes changes direction and we need to be positioned. We need to be positioned to the direction of the wind. Even when you are settling, sometimes you see when you are settling against the wind, it's so hard. But when you are settling along the wind, the direction of the wind, it's easy. You move with speed. It's easy to go. Even when you are driving in the highway, when the wind is so hard, but when you are going in the direction it's going, you find you drive more. You don't use much fuel. We need to shift our position. We need to, be, we need to change our position. We we need to be positioned so that you know the wind of God blows in our lives. As families, as individuals, we need to be positioned so that people will know we are saying bringing the power of Christ to everyday life. How are we? How is the power of Christ working in our lives? Is the wind of God blowing in your life? Do you have the Holy Spirit in your life? Do you have the Holy Spirit in your life? 
Do you have the Holy Spirit? Is he working? The only way you will get born again is by the conviction of the Holy Spirit. It's because the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He says, he says the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell whether it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. When it decides to help your soul, the wind just blows and the Holy Spirit makes you his child. The Holy Spirit convicts you. It is the Holy Spirit who makes us children of God. We need to understand as believers, as children of God, we must not be ignorant of the operations of the Holy Spirit. We need the wind of God blowing into our lives. We need the wind of mercy. It doesn't matter how you have messed up in life. It doesn't matter how many years you did that thing. It doesn't matter how your life has been a mess, but the wind of God, when it blows, it can turn around your situation. It doesn't matter how much you see yourself as unclean, as dirty, as, you can, as if you cannot do anything in life, as if you cannot make it in life, as if you are not but the wind of God can change your life. The wind of God can transform your life. You need just need the wind of God to blow upon your life. You need the wind. You need the Holy Spirit to blow upon your life. Hallelujah. You need to begin to understand as a child of God the operations of the Holy Spirit. We need to understand where are we going as a church. You know the leaders, I believe God has spoken to say now we need to change vision. This is the direction that we are taking. That we are a multicultural family entered on the word of God, bringing the power of Christ, bringing the power of Christ is highlighted to everyday life and everyday life and we as individuals, it will start with us, it will start with us as individuals, we cannot bring it to the with the power of Christ to work again when we are not seeing it in our own individual life how is your own individual life as an individual, you need to understand the working of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah hallelujah that tells the world your neighbor that it's moving right now that the wind is moving right now say that the wind is shifting things in my life there is change in my life. I feel the wind shifting things right now. I feel the wind shifting things right now. Hallelujah. You know, you notice that it was the wind. When Noah, when Noah came, when Noah, the flood came, 40 days and 40 nights and the flood was dead. Even when God you know, went to dry the place, God sent the wind. You read Genesis 8 verse 1. You can write some of these verses and you will, you will read them later. That you notice that God sent again the wind to dry the land so that Noah could come out and his animals and his children. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Church. Amen. So the wind changes our lives. When the wind blows, our lives will never be the same again. When the wind of the Spirit blows, our lives will never be the same again. Sometimes you need a gentle breeze. Sometimes life is so harsh. Sometimes you know, there is so much chaos. And all you just need is just that gentle breeze. That just gentle breeze, which just brings you the love of God. Where you just feel the love of God. Just know if you ever notice, sometimes life can be so busy. But you just need that gentle breeze. You just find that gentle breeze just calms you down. Just bring that it just brings that calmness. Sometimes, you know, you need to move. You need then even the might, the mighty breeze, the strong wind to change situation, to move situation. You know, where there at the conference, at the youth conference, I was the one of the best moments for me was the night they delivered. Night. You know, the men of God told the youth that you don't have to live in fear. He who is you is greater than the one who is outside. You don't have to be under oppression of the devil. You don't have to be crushed. You know, the devil steps upon you, does all kinds of things. You suffer, but know the one who is inside of you. Know that you have a greater God. Walk in victory. And the children were delivered. Demons, all kinds of things, they came out. You know, the men of God didn't have to touch anybody. Demons came out in the congregation. Children, they rolled on the floor. But I was, you know, I thank God that many were delivered. Many were set free. Because he told them, you need to know. You know, you need to understand the 
Spirit. You need to understand the move of the wind. You need to understand that the Holy Spirit is there to set you free. The unlimited breaks every yoke of bondage. It doesn't matter what your mother and your father did. It doesn't matter what your grandmother and your 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 your, your, your great great grandmother what they did that is affecting your life. That now even in the lineage you cannot get married. But when the wind blows, all those things can be broken. When the wind blows, you can shine in your generation. When the wind blows, it changes things. When the wind blows, it doesn't matter. You have the mountain of health. Your health, you know, you even so it's like your disease. You know that this one it always comes on and off. But when the wind blows, diseases will go away. When the wind blows, healing will come. Healing will come. It doesn't matter you suffered having nothing. Even in this country, some people are struggling to have food to eat. It looks like everything is okay. But some people are struggling. They don't have money, meaning money to pay the rent. But when the wind blows, God will make a way. God will make provision. God will send pearls. God will send manna from heaven that you will be fed, that you will be satisfied when the wind blows. And you just need to call upon God. You just need to position yourself to say, let the wind of God blow. Lord, let your wind blow upon my life. Sometimes we need that mountain breaking, that rock smashing. Sometimes there are some strongholds that hold us. Even when we come into this lane, it looks like everything, but there are also strongholds of this lane. You find you will struggle to pray. You find to, you struggle to maintain a devotional life. You find that you know, everything, there is so much things, sex on the internet, all kinds of things. But when the wind blows, you will not be under that bondage. When the wind blows, you will be free from those bondage. When the wind blows, your family will not struggle. So we, are, we need to call upon the wind of God, beloved. We need to begin to understand the operations of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit work in our life. Let the wind of God blow into every situation. Hallelujah. Some we have all kinds of mountains. You know, mountains that the wind of God shakes. Mountains, you know, mountains of health, mountains of money. We have mountains, financial, financial legs sometimes, financial struggle. Every month you are struggling. Every month, even when the salary comes in, you are already having problems. But when the wind blows, when the wind blows, it will break away. It will crash down those mountains of financial problems. It will crash, you know, the, the mountains that we are carrying, that you have no joy, you have no peace. It's all fear around you. When the wind blows, fear goes away. When the wind blue. Peter, Peter changed. When the wind blew, the disciples came out. They were locking themselves in the upper room. But when the wind blew, they come out. Even maybe you are, you are even afraid to tell people that you are a Christian. But when the wind blows, beloved, you will not even live in your lecture, even that you are supervisor. You are tell your colleague, you will tell them I'm a Christian. You will tell them I'm a child of God. You will tell them I've seen the hand of God. They will tell you they are struggling with so many things. You say, I have migraine. When I have migraine, I have to sleep two hours. I can't do anything. But you tell them the power of God can heal you. There is somebody who can deliver you. The will of God can blow upon your life. The will of God can change your situation. The will of God, you know, what we need is to cooperate with the wind. We need to work together with the wind. Church, we need to work together with the Holy Spirit. We need to understand how the Holy Spirit moves. We need to understand how the, the Holy Spirit operates. And the power of Christ, we can bring it to everyday life. We need the power of Christ in everyday life. In everyday life. In those simple things. In that lecture. In that exam. You can see the power of God. God can send his wind. You go into an exam and you are playing. You read the paper. You wonder what. Have you ever learned about this? And then the wind of God blows. He will give you a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, church. So that is my message for today. That to say to somebody, the wind of God brings healing. The wind of God brings deliverance. The wind of God brings grace. The wind of God brings grace. When the wind of God comes, even when you have been carrying anger, it 
God turns into love. God turns that anger into forgiveness. Bitterness is, is turned into trust. You no longer become bitter to everyone. You no longer become bitter to situation because that bitterness is turned into love. It is turned into trust. I want to challenge us today to call upon God, to bring upon us, let the wind blow. Even us as a church, we're always saying, oh, we evangelize to these people. Oh, it's such a struggle. Oh, the land is like this. Oh, we just need the wind of God to blow upon this land. We need the wind of God to blow upon the church. All of us will go crazy evangelizing. Imagine all of us people evangelizing this city. This city will be different. If we have the wind of God, if we have the wind of God blown in our life, if we understand the operations of the Holy Spirit, we will turn around this city. We will turn around this working again. I want us to rise up on our feet. I want us to call upon the Lord. I want us to call upon God to say, Father, let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow in my life. In this church, let the wind blow. Let people know that this is a different church. That those are a different people. Oh, when they talk to you, they speak life. When they speak to you, they speak life. When they speak to you, it's about life. Because the wind is blowing. Because the wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. The wind is blowing. And do you realize it? Do you realize it? That the wind is blowing right now. That he is in this place to live with you. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. He is the person. He is the same as God. And he needs to blow. He is right now in operation. That is his season and his time. We are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. We need the wind of God to blow. I don't know whatever situation, what circumstances you are going through. Maybe you just need a gentle breeze. Maybe you need a soft breeze. Right now, let the wind blow upon your life. Let the wind blow upon your life today. Let your life never be. May God change that situation. May God change that situation. Oh, Rekayanda Rabaka Shanda. Rienda Rabaka Tarabaka. Rienda Rabaka Shande Roboka. Begin to talk to God. Oh, there are some situations that are needing the Eastern wind. The Eastern wind. Let it blow in your life right now. The wind. The wind that breaks man. That shakes things. It destroys things. It destroys everything. You need the weight of devil to be destroyed in your life. The weight of Satan. Even you, you know it. That that thing happens in your generation and you are seeing it happening in your life and you are coming to church every Sunday and you are keeping you keep on carrying it. Let the wind of God blow upon your life. Let the wind of God blow upon your life today. Let this morning, let your life never be the same again. The wind, the presence is here right now. The Holy Spirit is here right now to meet with you. Let the wind blow upon your life. Let the wind blow upon your heart. Let it blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Let the wind blow. Jesus be glorified. Jesus be glorified. We praise you in this place. Holy Ghost, we honor you. We exalt you. Oh, we give you all the glory. Let your wind blow. Let your wind blow. Every situation, every circumstance that has been happening for so many years. Father, let the wind blow right now. Let the wind blow, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh yes, let the wind blow to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, every secret, everything that has been running through life. Oh Father, things that have been running through. Oh Father, let it be broken, let it be broken, let it be broken. Let the wind blow, let the wind blow right now. Oh, Rakasha, Rabaka, Rakaya, Rabaka, 
Maria, 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 Maria,